Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. And thank fuck, Eggy. I've got my, uh, my taping yeah. next week, my stand-up comedy special taping. Still off the sauce, mate. Yeah, I've only had one. I had one night of drinks, and the rest mm-hmm. of the time I've been crushing Heaps Normals, and you can get them fucking everywhere. Oh, yeah. So even if you don't order them online, have a look out at your local pub and get yourself a heaps normal. Mmm. Delicious. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not at the... I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip break can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Yeah, right, man. I'm, I'm fucking sounding a little bit stuffy. Oh, I think yeah. the three other members of my family that are constantly sick for the last six months oh, are finally catching up to me. Story of my life. No one's ever. I've I've never made myself sick. I know. Just never happened. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know when you got little kids, is is it ever a, a household fill full of healthy people? I'm yet to see it. Oh, it takes years. Or some, or someone with a stuffed up nose, or yeah. go hanging out, or snot bubble. Yeah, they're not right. Fucking snot bubble, crusty <laughs> eyes. Yuck. I'm, uh, I'm back in Sydney. You're back, and uh, walked outside just before and got hailed on. Oh not man, pleasant. Just go back to France. Why even come home? Yeah. What was the point? Um, last time I spoke to you, mate, you were off to play basketball with a rapper. Did you do a few layups? <laughs> Man, I'm I'm horrendous at basketball. The radio show I'm on in Melbourne, we had um, uh, Fat Man Scoop. You'd know from his one song, "Be Faithful." Well, don't, but yeah, yeah, whatever. You de- you would definitely know the song. Got a hundred dollar pill, put your hands up. It's just a lot of that. Yeah, you did this last week. I said, "Ladies, I can't hear you." It's that him. Can you do that? Sounds a bit. Are you being racist? What do you or mean? Am I consider? Am I thinking that doing rap voice? I don't even know what <laughs> colour this rapper is. So there we are. Um, well, look at you. You're appropriating. Haven't you come back super, super progressive <laughs> from your little European oh, vacay? I'm 24-hour work now. It's hard work. <laughs> There's one thing the French are known for. It's their open-mindedness. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Tell them it like it is. Man, it was a real stock standard uh, breakfast radio week, playing basketball with Fat Man Scoop and then off to the snow. Yeah. Just to do a show at the snow. Did you do the what's the snow what's the thing they do at the snow at the well, it's not the start of the season. Don't they do the jump for cash or something? 
smash, bash, crash, and mash for cash, but in the snow. <laughs> and these idiots just come flying down in duck suits and shit into a pond. Did you do that? Oh, yeah. I saw a video of that. No, I think that's later in the uh, in the ski season. Okay. Yeah, people, fuck. Adding skis onto one of those competitions or a snowboard, man, you don't have to... You don't have to try to stack skiing or snowboarding. No. I mean, those competitions, it's its inclusive. Like, athleticism doesn't really count there. It's just inertia. I was um, i was on a water slide recently with my kids. <laughs> it's one of those ones where there's six of the same right next to each other. Oh, yeah. And we're going, all right, on the count of three we go. <laughs> and they both cheated and took off naturally. Yeah. Took off before me. I fucking overtook them. Doesn't matter. I, I got air off one of the little things. They're not used to 80 kilo men going down there. It's a kid's thing. Yeah, they can't cheat that. No. Nah. Yeah, you guys, they should have fucking hugged each other and gone down as one. It's the only way you're beating dad. Yeah. Got a few kegs on you, kids. I got home and collected my dog from friend of the show, Sean Woodland's house, host of co-host of Mad Dogs podcast, by the way, if you want to get into that. Him and Mick Meredith have got a podcast called Mad Dogs. Pretty good. Give it a listen. But so I went and got my dog. It's fat. He's turned it into an actual one, did he? Oh, man. It hung out with a staffy for long enough. Her head stayed the same size. Grown up. Just looked like a little, <laughs> tiny little head on a, like she put on about a, you know, this doesn't sound much. Put on a bit over a kilo, which would be like me putting on 20 in a month. Has <laughs> she been drinking Woodlands VBs? Does she get stuck in a can? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, we've starved her since. She's on her way back. Um. Fucking hell. Um, hey, we've got, uh, we've got live shows coming up. Brisbane, September 10th. Good chat. That's already sold out. Sydney. Never forget, September 11. Yes. 1 p.m. show, Kinsella's Hotel. Uh, doors at 12.30. That's on the Lord's Day of Rest, if anyone wants to know. It's a Sunday, September 11. Yeah. Uh, try, try not to forget the date. And um, it is already pretty – it's already nearly half full from patrons since they got the jump. They do. And if you want early access, bloody tickets to our live shows, along with a bunch of other stuff, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. Uh, and then we've got Grapes of Mirth, the festival in uh, the Barossa Valley coming up at the end of October there. Get to midflightbrawl.com for tickets. But the Patreon, Heggy, the big one on the Patreon the last few weeks, and it wraps up. The day that this comes out, voting would have wrapped up. Mm. It's really coming down to the wire. Uh, it's about 54 to 46 at the minute, I believe, percent mm. that Michael Jackson gone too soon. Yeah. Vote. I know. And... um we already discussed last week how you conducted yourself, but it was too little, too late. What do you mean? Warn the people that they were being duped into a donkey vote situation, voting for the big dog on your popularity contest. Everyone loved me. Ooh, yeah, pathetic. No, nah, shortened. You wanted the lot. You want the long. Like the loss of sunlight on a cloud. Really, never really gave the shortened version <laughs> options. I did. So they were much catchier, and people would go, "Oh, that's catchy. I'll vote for that." Tell you what, though. Um, a lot of the votes have said the same thing, which is uh, I just got on here because I know it makes Heggy angry. So I've actually got a feeling you would you would be winning if you weren't such a sook. You'd actually be in front. Well, if you hadn't sook the whole time, no, be in front if it was a fair fucking vote, and people <laughs> thought about it. It's a fair vote. They're, they're voting against their interests. Long short. It's like what the conservatives did to the working classes over the last fucking thirty years of politics. Blood's on your hands there. <laughs> Well, it's, it's 
funny you say blood's on your hands because this week I got into a uh, into a podcast called Project Unibomb. Oh. I thought, you know what? Yeah. You'll occasionally have a look in to see what Conor McGregor's doing. Why don't have a why don't I have a look to see what your hero's all about? <laughs> Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> fucking hell. Man, I'm so happy you've got a family. Because I reckon if you were just by yourself, <laughs> you'd be in a wood shack somewhere in New South Wales mailing some pretty sus stuff. <laughs> I didn't know the Unabomber was going for 20-odd years. Oh, yeah. It wasn't as active as, as we were, you know, on the surface we're led to believe. But, yeah, it's just crazy, man. His, his manifesto, it is pretty good. Yeah. Have a read of that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good document. But, yeah, he's fucking lost his mind. Yeah. Obviously. It's uh, not a good podcast. Great podcast. I gave it a listen. I was finishing their sentences pretty much. Grossest bit to me, besides, you know, setting bombs that kill people in the post, whatever, was uh, when they went into his shack because he never washed. Yeah. And he would just sit up against that chipboard wall yeah. for months at a time and you could see an outline. Like he'd been fucking nuclear blasted, but it was yeah. just the oil from him, yeah. from his skin. <laughs> oh. You can rot through something like that. You can rot through a mattress <laughs> if, you, if you lie on it long enough. Your body will just secrete oh. shit. And there you go. Fucking hell. One of the highlights for me of that was um, when they, were, they said, <laughs> when they're asking the public for tips, yeah. as the authorities do, because they don't just do yeah. their own work. We're going to do it for them. Woman um, solved it anyway. Yep. I said pretty much every divorcee in the country rang up and said, yeah, it's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he sent his, uh, when his brother sent him a letter saying, I'm getting married. Yeah. And Ted wrote back, what size neck do you have? I'm going to send you a dog collar. Yeah. <laughs> just... In any other setting, a great joke. Yeah. It's uh, not from the Unabomber. And again, we know a lot of blokes that complain, uh, you know, the old ball and chain bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But there's something to be said for having some other some other priorities in life instead of sitting in a room with your thoughts. Yeah, you need some of it though. <laughs> Don't get enough. <laughs> um Oh, we didn't mention too, we're talking about the live shows, sorry. In November there's soon to be announced uh regional Queensland location. Yes. Not yet. Probably we'll, we'll be going up to the heartland for a show. So, fuck, I don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. But we'll see if anyone even knows what podcasting is and if they're in the vicinity, <laughs> if there's any <laughs> any fans of this up there, all the better. But we'll announce that in the next week or two. Still no Perth. <laughs> Sorry, Perth. No, not yet. Still. We'll sort it out <laughs> as soon as we can. Um, Man, a lot of plane fights this week. I received a bunch of messages from people. I assume yeah. you did or the Mifflot Brawl account did. A few I, coming out of Tassie. Not on it, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, just a lot in general, actually. I get sent them. It's pretty good. Keep sending them in, please. If you think, oh, no, they've already clocked this. Might not have. Send them in. Uh, don't get on to them immediately because historical cases are more interesting because there's more beef around it. Something that's hot off the press. There's not enough news yet about the yeah, thing. It's not, so. Yeah, it's not really, you know, first 72 hours. For us, no, we've no. got to wait to see what happens in court. If anything. What mental health condition are they going to go with? You know, there's more to come. It's like a wine, a mid-flight brawl case. <laughs> Leave it there for a bit. It'll get better. Yeah. Um, Before we kick off, though, each week, Heggy, of course, when we're not in the same room, you are back in Australia, but your Zoom background each week, you pick yes. the house of a well-known lunatic, sometimes what not well-known, but this one is quite a... 
quite a big fucking McMansion I'm looking at behind you, based on the trees. I'm going to go America. Yeah, it's America. Uh, East Coast. Yeah. 80s. I want to say Pennsylvania. 80s. Pennsylvania. It's not Bill Cosby again. No, no, no. All right. No, it's Don't not. Don't trick me. <laughs> it's like the double uppercut combo. No way, two uppercuts. Well, it's got a, it's got a uh, bit of a fighting theme to it. Oh, Mike Tyson's house. No. no. Oh, Evander Holyfield? Not that fighting. Oh. It's wrestling. Wrestling? Ric Flair? No, not that wrestling even. Not that wrestling? No. Oh, the actual, is this the lunatic, um, the college coach? Yeah. I haven't seen the documentary about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great, man. <laughs> Steve Carell played him in the movie? Yeah, it's Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher Fox Ranch. This is uh, John DuPont's house. The only Forbes 400 uh, list uh, alumni to ever go to jail for murder. Ah. Maybe to ever go to jail, really. <laughs> they don't go yeah. to jail. No. But, um, yeah, died in jail, this bloke. What did he do? He killed a wrestler with a gun. Yeah. Just, he's met, he was, you know, on his fault. He was, he was um, diagnosed with something. So, so his defense attorney said, but he was a, he's just a weird little bloke who got obsessed by college wrestlers and, you know, a bit Alan Jones. This put, took him to his, <laughs> Ranch and uh, all went from there, didn't it? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> anyway. For some reason, it's worse. It's worse yeah. than all the other crimes you normally <laughs> showcase in the background of your Zoom. Something weird. He oh, got obsessed man. with college. Re- Ooh. You know what else he was? He was also a stamp collector. So there's Fucking that. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you reckon that's gone out the window, stamp collecting? No. He had a stamp um, that when he died, his estate had this incredibly rare stamp that he'd bought for $900,000. got sold for $9.5 million. Ooh. Yeah. Not bad, good size. Very good size. The estate had a few bills to pay, but still, that is good size. That'd fucking cover it, surely. Yes. Sucked into the loser that spent that much on a stamp. I don't care what's on it. It's not that fucking good. All right. Let's get stuck in. All right, buddy. This week uh, we're looking at, and this is uh, casting your mind back a bit, United Airlines flight from London, England to Dull, Washington, D.C., <laughs> November 22, 1995. I believe I think it's Dullers. Well, it's named after whoever designed the airport. I don't know. Oh, are they French, are they? I wouldn't say Dulles, but Americans probably do. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. It's got to be phonetic. <laughs> Over there, land of the free and the phonetic. Um, <laughs> little bit of background on the joint, though. Dulles International Airport. It's got four Dunkin' Donuts. Beautiful. Four Capitol City Inks overpriced convenience stores. By the way, what a fucking – who founded that? Capital City Incorporated. Capital City Inks. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> Six duty-free Americas and five Starbucks. So beautiful. pretty good joint. That's what we're looking at. Some would say everything you need. Oh, you'd never have to leave. Frommer's <laughs> travel guide voted Dulles International Airport the 10th worst airport in the world. Oof. Apparently DC is a bit of a tricky one to fly in because of some no-fly zones around there. Oh, it's only one way in. Yeah, a little bit tricky. They're not allowed to fly over certain things. That was ignored on a date 21 years ago. But Yeah, in direct breach of that uh, policy. Rules for it's a reason. Thing that happened mm. that day. 
uh, Dulles also has things called mobile lounges, which shuttle people from terminal to terminal. It's a bus, but wider and higher, obviously, because it's land of freedom for us. Uh, a bit like a hummer shape yeah. thing, like you had for your wedding convoy. Yeah. But um, on a four-wheel drive chassis or chassis if you live in <laughs> Dulles. Sorry, chassis. America. Chassis. <laughs> um, chassis. Looks like something out of MASH, but bigger really. Yeah. Um, so hold on with these. Sorry, just quickly, the mobile lounge, you're mm. just getting maggot in the little in the little airport hummer. No, it's just another name for a fucking bus to get you from oh. the terminal to a plane like we have. Oh. But we just use buses. <laughs> if we just say bus. Yeah. Mobile lounge. It's like when the Americans put a lot of effort into making a pen you could write upside down for astronauts. The Russians just yeah. use pencils. <laughs> Same thing. Um March this year, two passengers were in a mobile lounge just minding their business and they were taken to hospital and 12 more were evaluated for injuries after one of the lounges drove into a barrier. Oh, jeez. Like we've said before, hospital and injury in America are different to here. People are more fragile now despite having more padding. It's usually about the cold hard cash. Oh, yeah. Hospital. Kitch hospital. Um. <laughs> It's nice for once to hear a story of a lounge driving into something else yeah. instead of something driving into a lounge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hunted become the hunter. Dulles International Airport in 1972. Um, they had a nine-day air show. Four. Air show is something I never want to be under. Mate, I've, I think I'm going to it next year. This actual in Dulles? No, or no, 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 not that one. The one down at Avalon outside of Geelong. A oh, Red Bull one? No, no, no. They, they have everything. Okay. I want to go along. But uh, again. Well, I bet they have Red Bull. You'll be drinking some. <laughs> I'll be down there in the fucking Fox FM Black Thunder. Handed them out. Come and see me. <laughs> so I've got it locked on the Fox for two. Oh, God. This, um, this nine-day air show... There were, on three separate days <laughs> of the nine-day air show, oh, there were three deaths. Oh, I mean, say what you want about Americans, and everyone does, but you cannot say they don't subscribe to the, the show must go on, showbiz. Everyone must know that by this day, this day is the official closing of the poll over on patreon.com slash midflightbrawl about what length of the gone too soon grabs. Do we play the full ones or should they be shortened? But because of... The results aren't officially in yet. Like a rainbow fading in the twinkling of an eye. Gone too soon. Showbiz attitude, though, just keeps that joint going. The bright lights of Hollywood. Oh. Showbiz dream. American dream. On day three... You know, though, as someone that watches a lot of American football, one of my favourite mm. sports, I'm sure what happened, much like when someone gets paralysed in that, everyone just gets around prayer circle, game's back on. Minute silence will sort that out in the spinal ward. Yeah. Look more than a fucking minute of silence there. <laughs> um, Get the big broom out for this one. Yeah. An air show crash. Oof. Oh, on day three, though, a hang glider was killed in a crash. No harm, no foul. Fuck, and what's that doing there? Honestly, it's an air show. Just be- well, that's the big one. <laughs> you can- it's like the car races. They have a they have a 
fucking Mini and then a Commodore <laughs> bombing around as get overtaken by a Formula One in the in the uh, the lead up. Yeah, day day one, nine a.m. The paper plane championships. Yeah, we'll do this first. <laughs> well, it's nine days. You can't start. Yeah, it's like fireworks. Can't start with the fucking big one. Yeah, but also just make it three days and have all the good shit in it. I'd be putting yeah, fucking hang gliders in an air show. America, <laughs> technically, yeah. We got um, pigeon racing day two. It's technically in the sky. Well, they, <laughs> they probably did. On the uh, they have built up though. On the eighth day, during a sport plane pylon race, I can only imagine. Um, on the eighth day of air show, Dallas gave to me <laughs> a plane's wing clipped another plane, causing it to instantly crash, killing the pilot. Oof. I reckon it's it's got to be like that. Uh, Surfer under a pier slaloming through the pylons. It's a fucking ticking time bomb doing that oh, yeah. in a plane. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> They're not meant to be near each other. No. Um, they've, short, they've thought, oh, shit, that is a big one. Hang glider, whatever. <laughs> no flames, no worries. Well, the world's not going to miss one of them, is it? But a pilot <laughs> on the second last day. We love pilots. Although I reckon a hang glider, a bit of Zippo lighter fluid. Around the, you got to watch out. <laughs> yeah, oh, you do have to watch out around that around that material. Um, well, before we started treating pilots like bus drivers, nineteen seventy-two, I thought, oh, but we'll better do something here. There's only one thing to do. In fact, continue as if nothing has happened. On the uh, on the last day, we need more planes to you know to commemorate this crash of two planes getting closer together. We need five planes really close in oh. the shape of a V yeah. to fly over the wreckage and then let some fireworks together. off. Commemoration. <laughs> um, on the last day, day nine, the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds experienced their first ever death at the show. Major Joe Howard's plane lost power during a vertical climb. I've always been a bit nervous watching a plane do a vertical climb myself. Yep, and I've picked a very specific gone too soon for this exact accident. Like a comet blazing across the evening sky. Did he ever? Gone too soon. Vertical climb. Like I've always thought, it's a bit like when you're a student, you have no money and there's always fuck all fuel in the car. You drive up a hill, nearly conk out because fuel's sloshed around in the bottom. Same thing with the plane, I reckon. Vertical climb, do it on a full tank or don't do it at all. Um, Mate, we, had a, we had a pilot, I reckon, uh, I think I was talking to you about this recently, coming home from Canberra once and it was like kids are screaming, adults are screaming. I was a bit hungover so I was just trying to sleep. But the, the fucking angle of attack, this Qantas flight took off that, leaving oh, out yeah. of Canberra. And I met yeah. the pilot afterwards walking out. I said, mate, what happened there? And he said, it's all right. I had another pilot that was a trainer level in the cockpit with me so I can push it a bit harder. It's like, you, do you want bumps for the whole flight or you just want to get it out of the way early? And I'm like, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Rip off the Band-Aid. Let's go to the moon. <laughs> wonder if they can hear what's going on in the cabin. Just turn up the tannoy and go listen to these dickheads <laughs> squealing, carrying on as if that's going to help. Um, Joe, though, he's managed to eject as the plane crashed to the ground. 
Um, he's had no problems with the parachute opening or procedure. He's floating back to planet Earth peacefully. Oh, don't tell, don't. When N- not a plane hits him. No. Oh, um, <laughs> that would have been good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> fucking human trap shooting. The, <laughs> Paul? <laughs> the, wind, the wind has picked up a bit though oh, no. and blown him into the fireball created by the plane <laughs> crashing into the ground. Turned out there was a little bit of fuel left. The uh, parachute melted and he fell to the ground without a parachute, which is fraught with danger. Good night, sweet prince. Oh, fucking hell. That is. Yeah. I was going to say, sorry to laugh there, but what, it was just a reaction, wasn't it? Can't well, blame it's that. Snake eating itself, isn't it? <laughs> um, and of course, uh, on Dulles, oh. Dulles, Dulles Airport, uh, who could ever forget this bit of trivia about Dulles Airport? September 11, 2001, American mm. Airlines Flight 77 took up, took off from Dulles. International Airport and crash landed into the Pentagon of all places, killing everyone on board. The Pentagon and democracy, for that matter, survived. Yeah, and thrived. Well, that's what I think. I know you say check the footage. Yeah, it wasn't even a fucking, wasn't even a normal plane. It was a rocket. Yeah, no windows was there. Um, <laughs> our mate today is a man by the name of Jensen Sean Coles. Wow. 25 at the time, an English lad heading over to America to show these blooming seppos what's what. That's how we do things in Blighty. Solid diet of banter and knuckle sandwiches. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Woo! He's, he's a lot like this. He's um <laughs> self-employed bricklayer yeah. from Gloucester. Oh, I'll tell you what. Can fight. Oh, I wouldn't want to be a bricklayer on someone else's books. One of the only benefits of laying brick your whole life is telling people to get fucked. I reckon they just come with their own profile on boxrec.com, which if you don't know, that's the boxing database. I reckon if, you, if you're if you a brickie from Gloucester, they go, well, just, you know what, we'll just make your profile on boxrec.com. Yeah. Just for- <laughs> Plenty of amateur fights behind him. Um my good mate and sometimes listener of this very podcast, Daz, a bricklayer, takes great pleasure in telling people to get fucked. <laughs> really enjoys banter. And by banter, I mean aggressive bullying. Never seen anything like it. And I quite <laughs> enjoy the pastime myself. Um, City of Gloucester, conversely, was awarded the purple flag for a fifth year in a row recently. Purple What's flag. That? Well, that's an award for a city that provides a safe and welcoming nighttime economy. Fuck it. Uh, wow. Less bashings on the piss in Gloucester than, say, Swindon or any other town for that matter where the English like to go out drinking and bashing. Uh, no, re- it's not the safest. I, I was going to say, I, I, reckon, I reckon they've fudged the numbers there. I reckon there's a lot of afternoon slash early evening bashings. They're just getting on it earlier. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's- Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's just one of the, and here's a loophole, a bit like yourself recently with your election fraud. It's just one of the few places that had the audacity to apply for the purple flag. So like when those, oh. like when those Aussie golfers um, entered a North Korean golf tournament as a joke, just because no one would play who, who does play golf yeah. would bother to enter. So they were the best Australians there. Um, Good story that came second last. The lads, yeah. So, so they beat someone, and then Kim Jong Un wanted them to come back to apologise in person. <laughs> Officially. And they said, nah. <laughs> if it were me, I would, I would rip my passport up just on the off chance that your plane gets diverted there or something in the future. Never, ever go anywhere again, lads. You've clocked it. Um, whoever gave Gloucester the Purple Heart this year, though, clearly doesn't have the internet. Oh, I found a few, a few pub fights and a classic all-in street brawl. Um, yeah, I found it. I saw a little bit on the internet of people bashing each other, just smash, bash, crash, and and <laughs> smash for cash, mash, <laughs> mash for cash. I forgot the mash, smash, mash, bash, and crash for cash. Um, bashing, no cash. So, a 25 year old Jansen, he was on the plane from London to Washington off to storm the Capitol 25 years before his time. Um, Jansen Coles. What's worse in your eyes, by the way, Heggy? Two first names like I've got or two surnames like old Jansen here? Jansen and Sean Coles. Well, it's, it's arguably, you know, the same thing these days. You wouldn't know what's a first and a last fucking name, but probably a firsty first like you've got. Yeah. Apologies. Um, I've got a first, first, first. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jansen Coles was travelling on a tourist class ticket fancy speak for economy, when he decided to walk into the first-class cabin to light up a cigarette. Great. Why not? Now, hold on. What year is this? 95. Yeah, that's done by then, surely. Yeah, well yeah. done. I mean, why not? The smoking section used to be behind a curtain. Why not now in front of one? Hmm. Who cares? Just walk in a different direction. He's made an honest mistake there. He's had a look around and gone, no one's darting. There's actually a light above me with a cigarette with a cross through it. So must be up the front. Yeah. I'll walk over there. He's just trying to do the right thing. Feel feel sorry for the bloke. Late 80s it was still happening. I, I remember walking through to a thick cloud of smoke in the back section. Terrible. It's, not, it's like hopping out to a beer garden for a drunk durry and someone yells you can't smoke there. You go, what? Yeah. I'm fucking outside. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's – well – he, was, he wasn't in the right here, even in 1995. Uh, the nanny state had been installed well and truly. He's confronted by the pilot mm. via a dobber who told him smoking was not permitted on the flight. Don't know who you think you are, Jansen, but that's gone probably seven, eight years ago now. Again, um, why do you need – you don't need a dob – like you don't need a dob. Surely just one person up the front goes, hey, mate, heads up, can't smoke. Yeah, well. Who watches someone smoke goes, excuse me. Sorry, just got to get past. Yeah. Hello, pilot. <laughs> little quiet knock on the door. Someone's smoking out here. Well, Fucking maybe dollars. someone who's seen 
the stance of a of a Gloucester bricklayer <laughs> standing there smoking. We spoke about it the other week. You reckon the dart facing inward on the palm, a concealed yeah, dart? Yeah. Or a Andrew Dice Clay sort of hand over, over the top of the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like his arm's broken. Um, after some arguing, Jansen went back to his seat with a bit of yeah, 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 righto. Uh, these sorts of blokes, they don't take being admonished lightly, though. You always know something's brewing. Hmm. Um, he's had a bit of a spell. Then he got up and went to the mid-cabin toilet, Hold on. left the door open, covered the smoke detector with one arm and lit up a ciggy. <laughs> so I don't know what he's up to there. <laughs> he, uh, Doesn't want to be in a hot box. I'll leave this door open, get a bit of fresh air in here, yeah. help that circulate pretty quick. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> and I've heard of a wet towel, wet paper ta- a hand, but just a fucking cheeky forearm up on the yeah. smoke detector. But then again, a fucking Bricky's forearm. Who knows? Maybe it's done the job. Oh, yeah. Smash it off with a Bricky's forearm. A flight attendant, <laughs> Michaela Gill, told him to put it out and return to his seat. Jansen tried to shut the toilet door, but the attendant put her foot in it to block it. Oof. Like she's working on a current affair or something. Um, <laughs> well, we do have a dodgy bricky here. It's just not anything to do with his work. Yeah, he's not in a neck brace. <laughs> um, Jansen shoved her twice on the shoulder and then grabbed her by the arm. At this point, uh, a second flight attendant and other opportunist passengers joined in to help. As Jansen was trying to pull her into the toilet by her foot Jesus. at this stage. Don't know what's his, what he's thinking there. Now, I mean, that is where some close quarters fighting skills will come to the fore, having a fight in the toilet. I don't know what he's doing trying to get her in there. You're not getting a freaky. It's hard enough just getting a fucking normal-sized human into a fucking plane toilet, Yeah. let alone a bricky. I reckon an English bricky is going to be a thick lad. For sure. I mean, having a fight in a toilet, that would be like having a fight in a fucking coffin. <laughs> some real sneaky moves there, dirty all the way. Um the second attendant got a toilet door to the nose during the scuffle. Right on the bridge, whack. The uh, pilot and first officer had to leave the cockpit to help. Uh-huh. Who's flying the goddamn plane? Yeah, some fucking junior office boy, the photocopy boy <laughs> is up there having a go. Work experience there's a, kid. There's a plane of um, a mailroom. Get him in. Let's get the mailroom kid in on this. The... F- yeah, I mean, imagine that. Like they used to call out for a doctor on board. You just go, is there a big bloke on board? Mm. Is there someone who fancies himself against a bricklayer on board? Get up to first class because it's kicking off. Um, By the way, you'd have to be annoyed as a pilot getting that call. It's like all the flight attendants have been taken out. Fucking hell. Yeah, what more do I have to do? <laughs> I'm claiming double wages this trip. <laughs> Definitely. I'll take all their wages if I've got to do their job and mine. The passengers had Jansen trapped in the toilet. I mean, a passenger should really claim a a flight attendant's wage if he has to bash someone, if he doesn't enjoy it. Um, The pilot told them to let him out and said, righto, Jansen, you've had your fun. Get on your knees. We're going to handcuff you now. Oh, I've, I've just got a hunch here. I don't reckon Jansen's going along with that. I don't think comply. halfway. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see anyone being halfway through a scuffle like this, giving up themselves. Not only did he not comply, what do you think he said? Uh, I'm going to go with three words. <laughs> three? No. 
No, nah, it's long. Four? No, you're not going to get it. it. You'll get the sentiment, but you're not going to get it. Fuck he off, said, you cunts. No. He said, nah, you're going to have to take me down. Great. Love it. So, scarier, I think. Yeah. Just calmly saying that. They did. <sighs> and in the ensuing struggle, the first officer suffered a cut to his knuckle. <laughs> oh, come on. Cut knuckle. I reckon Jansen's <laughs> cut his knuckle with his face. Um <laughs> In the same day, that, in the same way that, you know, one time some bloke at the pub bruised my elbow with his face. <laughs> A lot of footy players get broken toes oh, yeah. because of people's noses. Um, weak gutted dogs. Weak gutted dogs. You <laughs> should put in for a broken nose, broken toe. Um, the passengers and first officer surrounded Jansen for the remainder of the flight to Dulles. International Airport. Went the whole way. That's impressive. They stayed with him. Um, Beautiful. And that's where the female body inspectors got on and... Status arrested. Ronnie Coleman. Jansen, in the end, he uh, he's pleaded guilty on three counts of Can interfering I with... Oh, you're gone. What? Having a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Smoko. Yeah. And banter. <laughs> banter. Well, I can't just have a bit of smoko banter and have a laugh. Having a laugh. Is that what we've come to. <laughs> He's having a laugh. Um, you're having a laugh, I tell you. They do love that. Um, interfering with flight crew, three counts. Reckless endangerment or something dickhead related as well. Uh, the captain, Randall Phillips. 30 years with United. Uh, he called Jansen's behaviour extremely apparent. Smoking in the lavatory risked an in-flight cabin fire or smoke. For a period, the aircraft was under the command of a single pilot. I mean, all of these things used to just happen as a matter of course only a few years earlier. Yeah. Smoking, one pilot, pilot taking care of business <laughs> and a bloke having a bit of banter. Getting maggot. Um, I feel like they're again undertones of that pilot blaming the cabin crew. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, in the nineties, though, when this was, they were still looking to make an example of the. Odd there was bloke. only one pilot because eight adults couldn't get it fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've um, they've decided to make an example of Jansen, as was the the order du jour. In 1995, I don't reckon it's too far off now to have a blanket punishment for people being dickheads on planes. Like they need someone like your political hero, Rudy Giuliani, in charge <laughs> with a no-nonsense policy on crime. Three acts of stupidity on a plane, jail for life. Flat, you reckon just flat fee shit? Pretty much. 10 grand, 20 grand? Yeah, flat fees. Like if, if you had the jail for life thing or something too harsh, yeah. people would... Just a bit make probably make it worse. Like, oh, you know, if, if you knew you're going to the big house forever after having a dart, grabbing a bum, and punching a pilot, might become a bit delicate diplomacy wise. He'd think, oh, I might as well take the fucking plane down now. Yeah, if I'm going to jail forever. <laughs> Whatever, one in, all in. Um, oh, but also, surely that you're not. It's not the per crime. I thought it was a per flight. If you disrupt three flights, 
not three things on one flight. Well, not too many people are disrupting three separate flights. I'm sure it's happened. Well, that's I. That's what I think should happen to get the lifetime of jail. Can't yeah, be three right. in one. Because I've almost done that. Too drunk, did a fart that made someone request a move, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I was one more move off. I was a. <laughs> so I was you'd a fucking pull your head in though, wouldn't you? I was a bare feet in the economy cabin away from being in the clink until I die. Well, yeah. I mean, you say lifetime in jail, lifetime achievement. Some people would call that, <laughs> especially with the fart. But um, I don't know. This needs to be some sort of tally system because it's not great for FAs or anyone who works anywhere near planes. The way things are going, good for us though. Well, again, I think. I think the problem is, is they the video that they show is fucking pointless. The safety video, who it's too late. People are shit under pressure. You fucking either you're going to be fine or you're not. Oh. There was a plane on fire the other week. Cunts were getting off with their laptop and luggage and shit. That every one of the comments is like, what yep. are these assholes doing? Yep. People are the worst under pressure. So don't show that on the video. The video should be, don't recline your seat on a domestic flight under two hours. Yeah. Don't kick my fucking chair. Don't put your chair back without checking if someone's got something on the tray table behind you. That stuff, the stuff we all need. Yeah, don't have 12 coffees at the airport despite yeah. there being a Starbucks every 10 metres. <laughs> Just take it easy. Yeah, for sure. The safety stuff, that's not up to us. Like that's going to – Yeah. It's, that's a, it's not going to work. Here's another one. If you can't drink at sea level, you'll be worse on here. Yeah. Just sort it. <laughs> have that in the video. Don't, don't experiment with drugs for the first time here. <laughs> Um, the uh, the judge presiding was none other than Claude M. Hilton, oh. who was also the judge who dismissed the charges against two Park Washington cops for shooting dead a bloke who'd been smoking pot and wouldn't stop his car. Silly, silly move yeah. in the land of the free. Cops tell you to do something there, you turn on a camera and you do it slowly. Oh, yeah. You let them know they're being filmed. And even then you'll probably die but at least you'll have some form of legacy. Um, Jansen Coles, what do you reckon he got for his troubles? Oh, time-wise, how much time? Again, obviously he's done he's done terrible stuff. But on top mm. of that, I reckon because he is lower class bloke, yeah, they're going to go harder on him. Yeah, you know? for sure, get the message out there. He's a brickie, just trying to put put his feet up, have a good time, punch a few darts, and then you know it's all gone awry. So nice. I'm going to say three and a half years. Oh, you're not bad there. 30 months, jail. Oof. They still talk in months for jail Jeez, like people do with a- fucking toddlers <laughs> and their age. <laughs> two and a half. Yeah, nice. Served in the USA. Um, his attorney, Lance Gardner, said, I think it's harsh really for what happened. I really don't think the plane was in danger. Lance... Great American name, Lance, um, like one of your heroes and mates. I reckon you'd be good mates with the Lance. Lance um, Armstrong? Yeah. Mate, I've been talked around on him. I, I just thought, whatever, he's a cheat. But, again, I think he's – a few people have said he's done more for cancer research than, you know, him ripping off other fucking drug cheats. One oh, of those yeah. years of the Tour de France, if they went to the next bloke that hadn't popped – in their career, it would have been like 23rd or 24th. Yeah, Cadell Evans would have won. Yeah, they're all. F- <laughs> Didn't even finish. <laughs> Just they're all tiny men with enlarged hearts and fucking platelet-rich blood. 
yeah. trying to get up a mountain. Oh, yeah. They're all cheating. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, if you want to take the risk of your blood turning to gravy, fucking good luck to you. <laughs> you want to trust that dude, Ferrari? Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be putting anything in me that he said. I think. I honestly think that's what they were doing. He'd pull up to his tent late at night and they'd take out a few pints of it and put it through a soda stream back in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of that fizzy blood. Yeah. Bang, you're off. Oh, you got the soda stream. I've got a bag of goon here. I could use transforming into champagne. By the way, that was the most galling bit of that documentary is finding out just the sort of shit they're doing with blood in a tent. Now, I, I assume the tent that they're pitching isn't a fucking two-man Coleman. Yeah. But <laughs> still, I don't want a camping lantern around someone fucking spinning my blood for me. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I need a clean environment, some white walls. Well, they were in a like a, a Winnebago. A little again, you know. That's that's for meth, all right. That's not for spinning blood. Yeah, it's like a translucent curtain away from all those cameras, <laughs> and they're spinning blood. <laughs> Centrifuge, getting the job done. Um, Lance, this Lance though, Lance Gardner. In 2015, Lance Gardner became unavailable for court cases due to being in the ground. Uh, what, what do you reckon the Seppos make of their own prisoners? Surely it's hard to get a job as an ex-con. There's so many who've, like, who have who are in prison or, you know, who have been to prison. Like, as a side note, some of them must be fucking guilty too, despite what the docos tell me all the time. Mate, that's the problem with the whole system, isn't it? They get out, they're meant to be rehabilitated, and the state has said they've served their time, did the crime, served the time. Mm-hmm. Why can't you go and vote and get a job? Oh, they can't even vote either. Is that what's happening? No. X cream, I don't think you can vote. Jesus Christ. I mean, that economy's come to a standstill. That's got to be a big factor. <laughs> um, but what happened to that making a murderer thing? That was massive. Guilty, obviously. Like Even in the USA, there's got to be more to it than what we were told for the purposes of a popular doco. Like once a... Once a TV producer is committed to a storyline, that's it. It's fucking happening. Yeah. I've, ne- I've never watched those. Oh, right. Have a go. It's quite entertaining. But if he didn't do that, I'm not here. <laughs> well, there's, there's more. To- we were told only a limited amount, as is the case with a highly produced TV show, obviously. Yeah. It's entertaining. but f- I, t- I thought I'd get into one doco like a crime doco thing on Netflix and I watched that four-parter on the chick that went missing at the hotel who'd been posting everything online. Was she in the water tank? Yeah, in the water tank, spoiler alert. And, oh, sorry. Um, yeah. It's like someone, you know, did someone abduct her, blah, blah, blah. But f- two minutes in, they're showing her posting her opinions on the internet 58 times a day. Yeah. Like, I reckon there's going to be some sort of, you know, this is maybe a bit of a personal touch on this. Yes. I'm just just based on the sheer amount of output on a social media platform. Yeah. Um, and what do you know? And they're scraping the bottom of the barrel here, literally sometimes. It's um, <laughs> f- like there's not enough anymore good old days serial killers to be able to continue <laughs> to make these type of shows. Good they old don't have this. <laughs> there's, not, there's not the panache anymore. CCTV's <laughs> been a big contributor, but also 
no one's committed. There's, they haven't got the fucking attention span. No one listens to a full record anymore mm. and no one has the patience to become an entertaining um, <laughs> serial killer. Well, that's anyway. a problem. Netflix would do a 10-part series on something that you know someone's done three minutes in. Yeah, for sure. They're stretching it out. Or you've seen the news or you've listened to the podcast already that they're turning into TV now. Yeah. That's a new radio should be TV. Podcasts now become TV shows. Well, yep. I know the ending, you fuckheads. Look out for us, probably on 10 Peach in the near future. <laughs> um, there was a time when you couldn't even go to the USA if you'd been in jail as a foreigner. I mean, that's still the case, but there are some loopholes that I've, I've read about. Like, you could, like if five years after you've been let out of jail in Australia, you can go to the USA. It's best not to say anything on your visa application anyway. Yeah. It's like claiming claiming shit on the way into Australia. You got anything? Yeah. No. All right. Yes, I've got this, you know, pork sausage. Just shut up, see what happens. Um Well, this won't come out until you're already home. So I'm looking forward to the fucking sneak stinky cheese and well, you'll be, fucking you'll be eating stinky cheese by now, mate. <laughs> I'll be able to smell it in Melbourne as your plane's coming to land in Sydney. Go. Hold on. Iggy's plane's landed. Our mate though. Oh, Jansen. Fucking he's, uh, sniffer dog. The sniffer dogs, ain't they? It's in the airport. Pink lipsticks everywhere. Yeah. They're going to be fucking rolled right up. <laughs> Jansen, so do you reckon that's, they've got a secret code? They get out the lipstick if, it's, if they want to tell their, tell their handler something on the sly. They don't want to bark. They don't want to lip the yeah. thing. They want a pink lipstick. Yeah, go, this is a big one. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, there's some things you just can't train out of beasts, you know. <laughs> you can stop them wagging the tail, stop them from making noise, <laughs> but a stiffy's yeah. a stiffy. <laughs> Never a true word said, stiffy is a stiffy. Jansen had a previous criminal record himself of six convictions for crimes ranging from theft to burglary. I'm, I'm sure that in 1995 they took that into account when giving him 30 months of prison. Jesus. And let's face it too, last century you did have to be slightly more accountable for your own actions. Oh, yeah. Um, still kicking now, Jansen, these days. I think he's still laying brick. Good on the, you. Uh, I'll tell you what, for the, clans of, for, the, for the fans of classic repartee who may be listening, have a squiz at Jared Hoffnung's Bricklayer's Lament. Very good little bit of comedy there. Classic uh-huh. 50-year-old bit. A um, couple of notable historic bricklayers I found. Robert Nixon, the brick moron, killed five people with a brick. Oh, Jesus. Same brick? Took his work home with him. No different bricks. He had access to multiple weapons at his work. Usually people who woke up and started making noise when he was burglarising their fucking houses. Um, Lesson to be learned there. Everyone's a victim. Uh, Peter Fechter, German bricklayer, first man to be killed for trying to cross into West Germany via the Berlin Wall. Oh. Um, Bricklayer, Daddy Bones. William Buckley. Interesting one, a uh, English bricklayer convicted of having a bolt of stolen cloth, uh, late 1700s, got shipped out to New South Wales where he promptly escaped and was presumed dead, but he lived with Aborigines in Victoria for 30-plus years. Oh, mad dog. story. Yeah, they're very nice to him. He's also the unlikely beginning of the term Buckley's chance due to his improbable survival. Beautiful. He was six feet five. Big in any Fuck. era, nearly Jesus. a full foot taller than you. Fucking hell. For back then, that is big. 
six foot five in the seventeen hundreds. Mm. That's fucking like Yao Ming now. You're talking yeah. seven six. That's a big <laughs> unit. Good our good player though, like our mate Coles of Gloucester is quite active on Facebook these days, where he doesn't oh, mind yeah. a joke or two Beautiful. when he's not encouraging his mates to rev up a Kawasaki motorbike in his backyard. Right. I mean, that's that's worthy of a video, and it's the best one he has. His others make even less sense. <laughs> um, and if you're wondering a, what's in the video, you're just getting the back end of a it. Kawasaki, him yeah. saying, go on then off camera, I assume holding a dart still. Yes. And someone <laughs> revving it. Beautiful. Um, he's an avid footy fan, Jansen, which is standard, Bristol City, if you want to know who are currently sitting 23rd of 24 in the Skybet Championship, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Don't call them Division 1, 2, 3, et cetera, in an effort to fool people for money. Um, don't know much about his kids, but there is a Sean Coles living not too far away who's a sex offender and drug-dealing multitasker. Uh, there's another adult child, Niall, who likes cartoons, fighting, and gyms, a bit like someone oh. I know. <laughs> Well, Jansen. If, if I had to pick one of the two kids. To... <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be a sex offending <laughs> fucking drug dealer. <laughs> Wouldn't put my name to the other stuff. No way. Um, Jansen himself at 55, he's a DJing enthusiast. Oh. They always age well. <laughs> still heading off to Ibiza every now and then by the look of things. Uh, still looks like he could scrap. That doesn't really fade out for your standard angry working class Brit until they're about 65, just before death by bashing. <laughs> I don't want to tell a bloke how to DJ and I don't, I don't want to say what body types would make the best DJs, but I reckon yeah. fucking bricky, bricky fingers would have to be the worst hands. To- <laughs> it's almost as if DJs don't have to do too much, press a couple of massive buttons like you do on that thing. Spin record, pretend to spin records, and that's it. Get your hands in the air. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Midflight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Live shows coming up. Brisbane is sold out. Uh, we're coming to South Australia for Grapes of Mirth at Sepplesfield Estate in the Barossa Valley, uh, and we've got some other dates coming up. Uh, but please. Get around the Patreon if you want to help us out here at MFB HQ and you want some bonus content, patreon.com slash midflybrawl, midflybrawl.com if you want to snag yourself a T-shirt. All right, mate. I'll see you next week. Take it easy. See you next time. When you're back in Oz, let's share some stinky cheese. Au revoir, Heggy. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.